to the inaugural episode of the ever-changing Azerothian Canon Analysis Book Club. Yes, that is a mouthful, and I'm going to keep saying it because I love it. Um, where we're going to be talking about Afterlives, the four Blizzard shorts that were released um, with Shadowlands. And then we're going to be talking about the story trailer that just dropped yesterday, along with the release date. Uh, I am the idiot behind this idea, <laughs> um, Matthew, uh, and I'm joined by Caitlin, hello. who is also just like me, hello, um, a fan of the World of Warcraft lore, um, especially since they jumped the shark with um, spaceships. Because that's, it, well, a lot we're of starting people have been asking that huh? question. Yeah, well, let's, let's <laughs> just real brief touch on spaceships. Um we were talking about this the other day, the whole idea that since the Draenei have spaceships, we then think, why is the why why aren't the spaceships involved in Battle for Azeroth? I actually thought of another thing as well. Like the reason why Illidan had to stay behind at the end of Antorus mm -hmm. isn't because that's a fitting end to Illidan's story. It's because in the next expansion, the Horde burn his homeland down. Oh, and God. imagine trying to go against the Alliance With Illidan. when Illidan is on their side. Yeah, he is literally the most powerful character that is, you know, like, that is a protagonist in Warcraft lore right now. I can't think of anyone more powerful other than, I guess, Sylvanas at this point. Uh, would you call her a protagonist at this point? No, but I mean, she was, I, I guess for a brief moment, she was on our side. But yeah, I mean, maybe Jaina, but I feel like Illidan versus Jaina, Jaina's about to get cut in half. Oh, yeah. It would be a cool like, fight, that, but she wouldn't. Although, I don't know. I'm thinking at the beginning of BFA, that giant fucking arcane ship, she can do a lot. And then she does No, that wasn't an arcane ship. She was just floating a boat. Right. Okay. This is an actual boat. That also, I was thinking, it's like. What what you're talking about, Zandalar is 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 like has got too good a navy. You can make your ships fly. Well, yeah, we and that's why the horde lost. But yeah, true. I suppose we did lose um, in Zandalar, and then we also lost in both war fronts because both of the war fronts were in alliance territory. So so anyway, afterlives. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't even realize we lost the war fronts, uh, but don't mind me. Yes, we did, um, because they're both alliance territories. So we could have won them, but then Blizzard would have had to like actually oh, okay. write the repercussions of that. I think it's not that we lost. I think it's that we stalemated and then the war ended. No, um, the, uh, the, uh, at um, BlizzCon last year, they confirmed that, oh. that alliance won them, like, hmm. actually won them. Which is weird, because... Then why isn't there suddenly an alliance city in the Arathi Highlands? I don't you know, know I mean? but it would have been nice to see that in game instead of relying on things from outside of the game to know what's going on. Yeah, because it's not even a book. This was just at BlizzCon. This was just a dev just telling us, "Oh yeah, they they won." That was it. Like there's no, like um, obviously we're going to review and talk about um, Shadows Rising. Even in that, it's not mentioned. Like, they, they don't talk about Darkshaw being 
a loss or um, Arathi Highlands being a loss either. No, I saw at the beginning they're pretty much just talking about, you know, losing at Zandalar. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I've been... The reason we started this podcast is because I... Essentially because I started reading Shadows Rising. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm like, my 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 Kindle is telling me I'm like 83% done. Nice. Um, I'm so not. Hopefully we'll be able to get... Or is that cool? We'll get there. Um, yeah. Right. So Afterlives, again. Um, so obviously the first one is Bastion with um, my boy Uther. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have this playing and I'm gonna pause it intermittently so I can just in case so I forget, don't forget things. But um, I will be perfectly honest and already say this one's my favorite, and it is primarily because it's Uther because I'm just such an Uther fanboy. But I think as well it it just it had more not implications but I guess heart to it. And I think that is because Uther is such a, like, beloved character to anyone that played Warcraft 3. You know, there, there's an emotional tie there. Yeah. So I think... I haven't... Ah, sorry, go sorry. <laughs> I haven't played Warcraft 3, but still the ending of that of that short where he finally gets his revenge and sends... Um... Yeah. Oh my Arthas god. Arthas. Yeah, I wanted... I don't know why that just slip my mind i can't call myself a person <laughs> on a wild lore podcast if i can't remember arthas's name anyway yeah. but it was just so emotionally satisfying even for somebody who yeah. didn't play those games like i don't know nearly as much about uther as you do but the narrative of oh, that one i'm fucking obsessed with the man i he was my first main in heroes of the storm was uther like i i i oh god it was so fun, but they changed him so much in Hot, so I haven't, um, I haven't played him recently because I'm really bad at him. And I, I'm really interested of how Uther and then this other, this other character, this other Kyrian, are gonna Devos, Devos, okay, yeah, are going to show up in the in the actual game more. I've avoided most Shadowland yeah. spoilers of my own accord. Oh, I have, I, I know none. I know absolutely none. I, you know, there's um that uh. The the Warcraft YouTuber Bolvara Bellular. Were you just I, thinking I, I of Bolvar? Like, no, it's, yeah, I was like Bolvar. No, it's not Bolvar. It's, Bo it's Bellular. I think it's Bellular. Anyway, you know, I watched a ton of his stuff during BFA, but then as soon as it was like, oh, Shadowlands beta stuff, I was like, don't want to hear about it. Don't want to hear anything mm -hmm. about it. So the I... only thing, the only thing I know about Shadowlands is that druids suck. In Shadowlands, that's all I've heard. Well, I know some more mechanical things, but I've been avoiding yeah. story spoilers specifically just because I wanted to be able to experience it in game. And so oh, I have a lot of yeah. I have a lot of questions about these shorts. And you know, for people listening, they might be dumb questions because they might have already been answered. But so I just wanted to yeah. get it out there. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we we don't we don't know. This is all all theory. And yeah, I oh man, I've, I I it's one of those things where. If I had gotten a beta key to... And the thing is, if I still had my original Battle.net account, I almost guarantee I would have had a beta key because I've been playing WoW on and off for its entire duration. So that just that is enough to get you beta mm -hmm. key into stuff. Like, if I'd have had my original account, I would have gotten into Heroes of the Storm earlier as well. But, you know, whatever. Um, if I had gotten a beta key, I don't know if I'd have played it. 
because for one, it all gets wiped. So yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to put in for it to all just be like gone. Um, that was a really good sound effect. Yeah, sorry. Hey, that was just, just my finger in my cheek. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Devos and Uther, they're like pre. I I really really hope they make use of Uther. Mm-hmm. The guy that voices Uther has been like a voice actor for WoW for like forever. Because obviously the most famous one he did was Kelthazad. Um, because he and he's always voiced Kelthazad even in in Warcraft three. So. It's not like he's someone that they have to like drag out of retirement, right? Like like Chris Metzen for Thrall, um, or like when they got this new guy to voice act Sourfang. You know, they, this mm-hmm. is this is a guy that's like dedicated to 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 the Warcraft universe. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's popping in every now and then. But like, hey, yo, Uther exists still, which is which is one of the reasons why it surprises me so much that Uther himself had next to no presence during Wrath of the Lich King. The only presence Uther has in the Wrath of the Lich King that I know of is at the end of Ice Crown Citadel is once you win, he's at the entrance as a ghost. You can't talk to him, he's just there. <clears throat> yeah, I was I, I was so. gonna ask like how would he have more presence he was dead, <laughs> but Um I think because it, it, Wrath of Lich King was like t- about talking to the dead That's and true. the afterlife and those kind of things. So they, I'm surprised they didn't. I'm not saying they should have. I'm just saying it would have been interesting if we would have gotten this information about Uther or, or any information about Uther. But yeah, so I really hope they use him throughout Bastion as like a character. Especially because he and Devo seem to be some sort of like renegade Kyrians. Yes. Maybe maybe less so at the end when Uther, you know, finally accepts his role, even though he's doing it in his own way, like much more vengeance oriented than it seems yeah. like the Kyrians want to be. The Kyrians at the beginning of the short, at least, seem very above it all, both like literally yeah. and metaphorically, whether like we are we are the ultimate judges. We make the divine rules of the Shadowlands, we decide where people go and we can't yeah. let personal feelings get into it. But he manages and I guess convinces Devos the same to retain their identities while becoming yeah. sort of, I, I guess they're kind of like Grim Reapers in a way. Um, they're like the Valkyries because the Valkyries come from, not Valkyries, Valkyr. Valkyr. The yeah. Valkyr come from Bastion. Okay. So they, they, that's what their role is. Which what that's an interesting point actually, because Sylvanas had the nine, I think, Valkyria from Ice Crown, because obviously Arthas was gone. So they were like, "What do we do now?" Which this is, I guess, this is kind of a plot hole because, well, the you know the Valkyrie because the Valkyrie were. As as it is in the short story, without purpose, because the Lich King was gone. Well, it's like now we know no, they weren't without purpose. They could have just gone back to Bastion. So are we gonna find out that the Valkyrie that were controlled by the Lich King are are also renegade Kyrian? Or I mean or they might what? have just you know? been they might have just been too corrupted to go back. Well, it's it's the other thing as well, maybe they just didn't believe in what the Kyrians stand for. And that is also a possibility. And with what the Kyrians stand for, it also feels like that was changing throughout the time that passed through the short. It 
it feels like there's something sinister going on in the background. I almost wonder if, you know, not necessarily in cahoots with the jailer, but I definitely think they know more about what's going on than they let on. Because, you know, everybody's yeah. been going to the Maw. They would be the people that bring them there. So... Well, from this shot, we can get that 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 idea, yeah, that they're the ones that plop them in there. They, they're talking about, you know, like, um, most people take eons to let their old lives go what this what this the implication for me on how serious they're being a rune blade on azeroth is is that uther died in warcraft 3 and then it's four years to um world of warcraft and now 16 years later that means in 20 years uther has managed to complete essentially completely change the mind of this one mm -hmm. one Kyrian. that's how serious this is that she's not like let's think about this for you know a thousand years she's like no this is that this is that serious your soul is wounded is the phrase she uses right so because because we've been told um from blizzcon last year that we are going to find out the origin of not only frostmon but the, the armor of the Lich King, which means that the original explanation is no longer canon. But what and else is new? <clears throat> yeah, I wish they didn't do that. I wish they could just be like, okay, so Sargeras made the armor and cast Ner'zhul into it. And then that was, you know, right. we deal with it that way. It could still be connected um, to the Shadowlands. Yeah, because what they... What I remember them saying at BlizzCon, and I again, my memory's terrible, but it was something along the lines of the Nathrazim stole Frostmourne in, in some shape or form. Either familiar. the plans for Frostmourne or whatever. So Frostmourne is something that comes from the Maw. You know. But anyway, sorry, I'm going to uh, back to uh, Bastion. I love the the, the the imagery of it all as well, like Uther's like just bitter face. Mm -hmm. Um I I love the I'd almost be happier with these than <clears throat> the animated cutscenes. I mean the animated cutscenes are amazing, obviously, but Oh, these will probably be in game. The other ones were Yeah, there was um what were they called? Warbringers. War... Warbringers and Harbingers. Yeah, Harbingers. Yeah. I like this Bastion looks really cool as well like they've gone for a very very interesting valhalla kind of aesthetic i'm just worried that they're not gonna dive deep enough into the questions that they're posing with yeah. you know all of these shorts because i mean i feel like i have a lot of questions about all of them about how their societies are run you know how are the kyrians connected to whatever's going on with sylvanas and the jailer because they have to yeah. know they're they have to have some kind of inkling they're the ones bringing everybody to the maw and do you know what's my biggest question though about um the shadowlands in general is where the fuck is it because i don't know so is is shadowlands part of the twisting nether because the Twisting Nether is WoW's equivalent of, you know, space. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I'm, I've, I've literally got my Chronicle book now, and I'm looking at the... There's, like, a, um, the map? a cosmology. Yeah, yeah, I thought the Shadowlands was um, on it. 
Yeah, Shadowlands. So it is there. Um, it's just a parallel so dimension, I think. Yeah, there's reality in the center, which is obviously Azeroth. Which, so like, it's it's just really confusing what the Twisting Nether actually is. I also thought it was a different parallel dimension. I didn't think it was like actual space. I thought it was, you know, the demon dimension. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's the like, like Shadowlands for demons. Yeah, because then the, the demon demons were created by the energies of the light and the void colliding to create the twisting nether. So it's probably right in between those two domains. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously the, the six elements, spirit, water, earth, decay, air, and fire. Um, God, this cosmology thing is really confusing. But yeah, so... We know that space exists because Outland exists. Mm -hmm. Draenor. It is a different planet. That's just how right. it is. Um, we don't know how far from uh, Azeroth Outland actually is. But we also know that Argus... Is now very is... close, or did they put it back? Um... Yeah, all, all that's just one big explosion. You know? But we know Argus is close enough that the Draenei could fly there, but the Draenei were in Exodus for like what a thousand years. The Exodar, you know, and uh, before they, right. yeah, bef before they crashed into uh, Azeroth, kicking off Burning Crusade. Um, which, for one, I don't know why we haven't been talking about spaceships from the very beginning. I suppose it's because it's like. The Draenei have much more advanced can, technology than the rest of us if they yeah, were able to can, build... Can't they just repair it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't they just fix it and, and fly away? I mean, Azeroth might not have the parts on the planet in order to be yeah. able to fix their spaceship. And also, they might not want to leave. This is their home now. They crash landed and they're like, oh, this is what the light wanted. The light yeah, wanted us here. we live here now. And then obviously we've got alternate timelines and stuff. And the that's Alliance... All, the Alliance is cool with some people randomly showing up on their planet and saying we live here, but not others. Well, I mean, the Orcs were fairly aggressive. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> it's not their fault. It's not their fault. No, it's true. They were, they were, um... Literally they being were controlled the victim, by demons? They were, they were the victim of bad canon of Warcraft 1 and 2. Um, and then in Warcraft 3, they were like, nah, now we're going to make them sympathetic. Because if you watch the, like playthroughs of Warcraft 1 and 2, or play through them yourself, mm -hmm. like a madman, um, Orcs are straight up evil. Like, it, it, in Warcraft 1 and 2, they are just straight up evil. Ah, so like, we've been retconning like... since before WoW. Yeah, exactly. Like, there is there have been constant retcons throughout the, um, the eras. But yeah, so it's just... So is the because on the cosmology, the Shadowlands is placed in a, in a similar way to Azeroth to um the emerald dream i think they're both so, different parallel dimensions yeah so is it like it's because the thing is for me is that, that i have the problem with is is trying to visualize it and i know it's probably not something you're supposed to visualize it's just something you're supposed to understand because i'm like so is azeroth actually a sphere you know is if there's the if there's the emerald dream is there the Emerald Dream 
expanding all the way to where Argus would be? Does Argus have an Emerald Dream? Does Argus have a Shadowlands? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where... Yeah, that's a good question. What? Are these parallel dimensions, if that's what they are, are they mm. limited to Azeroth? Does each planet have yeah, their own one? Exactly. Or if or is there is there three par- is there three dimensions, and then so like everything has a copy, like everything has an Emerald Dream and everything has a Shadowlands. Or it, again, like like you said, is it limited to Azeroth? Because if it is, Azeroth sounds like a pretty fucking Mary Sue, if you ask me. It's a planet <laughs> with it's a planet with the most potentially strong Titan in it. It's the planet where everyone is interested in blowing to bits. You know, the orcs are there, the humans are there, all the prophecies there. Azeroth seems a bit of it's like the main character of WoW is actually just Azeroth at this point. The uh the old <laughs> gods were there. Yeah. Well the old, go- the old gods made they made the Black Kingdom. We don't know if there's any more old gods not on Azeroth. Like, we've been talking about the, what, six? Um, that have been, you know, terrorizing us and stuff. But if there's really it, supposed to be old gods, you know, the primordial chaos of the whole universe, there probably yeah. are more of them in other planets. The problem I have with, actually, um, Nihilotha in general is... So Sargeras wants to blow up Azeroth so that it can't be corrupted by the old gods and then release a void titan, essentially. Mm-hmm. Why didn't that already happen when Nihilotha existed? When there was all, when when the planet was already void corrupted. What if do you Nihilotha, mean? If, like if if Nihilotha already existed on Azeroth, that would insinuate that the vo- old gods had already corrupted the planet. So why wasn't a void titan born then i don't think it did i thought nazoth just created it recently but it was like a concept i thought nihilotha was the other name for the black the black city maybe the black city existed like thousands of years ago before even the elves and such um it could just be okay yeah you are right but it could (laughs) plot hole it could just be that maybe sargeras hadn't decided he wanted to do that yet maybe or maybe the void didn't know that titans existed at that point and then thus didn't know that azeroth had a titan in it because all pla- that's the other thing actually there we've talked about there's or jesus christ this is not afterlives no it's th- not th- this is what the first this is what the first episode is going to be like because there are so many weird things in in the wow canon and i like it but you know there are other planets right mm-hmm. and not all planets are titan eggs because that's essentially what they are they're right. eggs that you know birth a titan and i've got to be honest the the description for titans in chronicle is way cooler than what we got in legion um, because in, in Legion, which was released after Chronicle, they are just big people that right. are blue. They're powerful. In, yeah, they're, they're, they're big bads. Well, big, big goods, hopefully. Big sort of goods, because they do everything by logic and counsel. But, um, big yeah, they're described great. as people. They're people that are, they're described as like, as if a planet just fucking turned into a person so they've got like mountains on them continents on them they are living land masses they're That's living cool. planetary beings which sounds way more interesting 
And also, Sargeras in Chronicle is depicted green because fell. Yeah. Because what? Because he yeah. opened up the um, he opened up the prison that ha- uh, uh, Mordoom is it Mordoom, where the demon hunters live now. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That he opened right. up that prison. And that explosion of fell magic scarred his body. He had literal volcanoes of fell magic bursting off his skin. Oh, hell yeah. Right? So why is he red in Legion? I don't know. Why is he red? What? Every, everything about the Burning Crusade has been green from the, from the beginning. And yet, Sargeras is red. And it's like the pettiest thing ever to be annoyed about. But why the fuck is Sargeras red? And he's much bigger than the other Titans. Yeah. And also, why isn't there a giant handprint in the planet? You know, I mean, it's, oh, the only yeah. thing that he did seemed to affect the planet was the sword. Because I rewatched the cutscene recently, and they kind of get away with it by everything else that Sargeras touches is like a big cloud layer. But I mean... We can fly through clouds. A giant hand is going to make an impression on the planet. And probably Legion, kill a lot Legion of people. Was, yeah, Legion was just one giant jump the shark. But it was also fun. Oh, it was great. So it, it's like... It swings and roundabouts. Don't but think I about don't it want... too long, but like it's really fun to play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't think about it too long, but also do a podcast thinking about it for too long. Right, so I'm. We are 53 seconds into Bastille to the first oh. one. Well, right, let's I was also going. I was already talking about the end of it, so I. Oh yeah, I, I guess know. I was skipping ahead a little bit. I yeah, was. I love the I love the outfits of the of the Kirin as well. When I when Shadowlands was first announced, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be Kirin because I want to hang out with Uther. But then I made like internal roleplay decisions and was like, yeah, um, Revendreth. I also like the mount aesthetic of Revendreth because I've seen the mounts. Um, I have a lot of questions about Revendreth, but I'll save that for when we actually get there. Three hours from now. Revendreth might actually be the one that I have the most questions about, but... Yeah. Bastion's probably second, so at least we're working on that right now. Bastion's interesting on a political standpoint. Whereas I think like Maldraxxus and such are more interested in a law implication um, standpoint. I'm just going to very, very quietly have the audio on. And yeah, Uther's like, he doesn't want vengeance. He wants justice. And it's like, seems like you want vengeance, mate. Yeah. It's just like, I I get what you're saying, but sounds like you just want vengeance. Um, One thing that I really... As much as I get that Blizzard wants to create new characters and do stuff interesting, I really hope we get to talk to Arthas in some capacity. Because have you played the um, the Alliance BFA war campaign? No, I haven't. I've only played Horde. Right, okay. So in one of Jaina's, um, like, at one point Jaina gets trapped in the Blighted Lands um, and you go and rescue her. And one of her, like, visions that she has is of Arthas. And this is an animated cutscene. So this is a fully made model that they've had to remake in the image of the Warcraft 3 character of Arthas. This isn't him in his Lichkin gear. This is human Arthas, which is not something that's ever had a dedicated model Ooh, okay. in, 
in in wow other than his appearance in the caverns of time and this is definitely not that model Mm -hmm. because obviously that model is like super low poly yeah much older Um, so that's that's a lot of work for blizzard to go through to not use that asset again because we know blizzard they like reusing assets and i get it it's an mmo i would reuse i would just have every monster look exactly the bloody same Yeah, the, Jesus Christ, that's work. The chambers in Nihilusa, they just ripped them out of the first the first raid, Uldir. Really? I've I've literally only done the last boss of of of, of Nihilotha for the uh for the for the quest. Yeah, there's a there's a part in both of them where you're kind of going around the outside of this big like circle platform in the middle and both of them, it's like, okay, you go up some stairs, you go around something, and then there's the triangle chamber in there, then you go outside, down the stairs. It's the exact same layout. And then you end up going down the circle platform. Oh, actually, in Nihilosa, it's just a hole. But still, you end up going Fantastic. down them. <laughs> that's awesome. No, well, that's the thing it is. It's like, I think a lot of people did complain about Argus. Um, so they were like, well, screw you then. We won't make a new zone. We'll just redo old zones. I, I really liked Argus. I, you know, again, we were talking about the whole, like, no flying thing. And because I never bother getting Pathfinder 2, I very rarely fly in any of the current expansions. How do you play? Um, I, you know, patiently. <laughs> because the, I don't, I just, I don't mind it. I just never have minded it. When I f- went back Back in BC, when I got first got my Blood Elf to level 40 and got the mount, I literally rode on a 60% speed mount from one end of Kalimdor to the other because I liked doing it. That's the kind of person you're doing a podcast with. I'm a crazy guy. <laughs> um, I, I loved it, and I've done it multiple times. WoW is a beautiful game, and I love just being in it and flying above it just isn't that interesting to me and i think that's because my first experience with flying was um burning crusade and outland is not a particularly interesting no. place to fly over it's not. like being on the ground outland's crazy because you're like holy crap there's a floating island up there but then you get to that floating island and go oh there's nothing here because it's outland you know it's, it's like this was the first expansion there was there was no there wasn't time to do like loads of little details. They had mm. to make an expansion. They're like, Whereas oh, now they're... we're popular. Yeah, now that now they're now they're like, no, we're gonna put a secret Pandaren merchant on this one tiny corner, and if you meet him, he gives you a quest that'll get you across all of Azeroth to get a battle pet. Yeah, I don't know if that actually is real. It but probably I is. Is probably in the game somewhere. But also, so right back to. Afterlives, Jesus Christ. We're 30 minutes um, into this and we're not done with Bastion. I know. I know, I'm super proud of us. The the scene where Uther's like sat in this field of 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 um yellow grass. The the aesthetic there is awesome. I don't really feel like we've ever had a good savannah kind of plains environment in WoW. You know, other than like the barons, but no mm-hmm. one's there going, oh yeah, barons, top zone, that. Um, <laughs> so I really hope we get to see this beautiful white sky with the the, the rolling plains and um, and just these, you know, the big rocks just showing out. It just looks so good. Yeah, and it is very pretty. Especially against the blue of the Kyrians. 
yeah, exactly. It's just great, great contrast. Um, so yeah, the Devos takes an interest in Uther because he won't like let go. Um, and she says that he seems broken in some way. But it's like how how print is is it that she has like a really good sense for this kind of thing, or is Uther? It, do most people get to Bastion and just go, "Oh well, I'm sad, I'm dead," but you know that's about it. Does no one get to Bastion depressed? Because that's what Uther is. He's depressed. You know, he's he was betrayed uh -huh. by his adopted nephew, um, which makes no sense because he's not the brother of King Menethil, but whatever. Whatever. Um, he, uh, but you know, he's he, he's just depressed. I get that. You know, this is you know, it's it's mostly just to keep the story going. But what about Uther is so interesting to Devos th that she j did she like sense the wound? Do you think? Maybe. And Cause... does that mean that everybody that's been killed by Frostmourne is you know undergoing that same kind of trauma, whether it be like physical or spiritual or whatever like what is it doing my my theory on that is obviously we see in bastion when arthur's actually like stabs uther his soul splits and i think that's something to do with his dedication to the light that the light couldn't save all of his soul but it saved enough and that's why we have like the visions of uther in um halls of reflection um, because that is one side of Uther, and, and Uther's soul isn't whole. And it wasn't whole until Frostmourne was broken, and mm -hmm. he, like, he, like, came down and was like, yo, not vengeance. <laughs> Get justice. fucked! Get fucked, Arthas! I mean, that's kind of what happened. Yeah, no, it's 100% what happened. Um, also, just, this is a neat, like, I've literally got to this point at 2.51 in Afterlives. There is a visible sun. Right? So here we go again with the whole where the hell is the Shadowlands? I think, okay, so imagine you've got like a plastic sphere and then you get yeah. a bigger plastic sphere and put that around it. That's kind of what I'm imagining. Same physical location, different plane of existence. I mean, it makes sense. That's the thing. Is it's, This is just me being like super petty and not being able to deal with co cosmology. It's, it's nothing. It, you can't even criticize Blizzard for this. This is just me just not being able to let something go. But it's like the Shadowlands has a sun, so it's like, where is it? No, but I mean, oh. if if you follow what I'm saying, then it would still be the same sun. It would be Azeroth's sun. I mean, I know, but it bothers me. And it, it would make sense <laughs> with how there's a big rift in the sky, and that's how you get there. You go up to the other plane of existence. That's so. Have you been to Ice Crown recently? No, is it there? It's already there, which to me is just a weird bit of like. I get that they did it to get you hyped, but then the implication is that no one cares. No one on Azeroth that is in Ice Crown right now has looked up recently. <laughs> Because if they did, they'd be like, oh my god! That's funny. I didn't think of it this like that. This is terrible! It, it just feels like the time between expansions doesn't exist. It's like the whole world yeah. goes on pause. So, Frostmon has the power to, 
wound a soul. And again, I think that's all about the whole like splitting, um, splitting Uther's soul in two, which is clearly the vision we get when Arthur mm-hmm. stabs him. Like that is what happened. Uther's soul has been like split in two. It was like trying to absorb um, some of it, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, because or it did. Frost, yeah, yeah. Frostmont contains souls. What it does. Again, we see that in Halls of Reflection. Um, and my question there is: so the Lich King is in some way wrong. Like the Lich King is not supposed to exist on Azeroth. Which is contrary to everything we've heard yeah, up until exactly. now. Like, there so, has to be a Lich King or the Scourge will go crazy or so much more, you know? But is that the sense then that that's what they were referring to? Is like, there has to be a Lich King because the Scourge isn't meant to exist. So the Lich King is the only thing keeping the Maw at bay in that way. Maybe. So when Sylvanas rips the crown in half, which was awesome visually, um, that's her giving the scourge back to the Maw in that way. I feel like, you know, what are the scourge up to right now? I feel like this should be something that we are very concerned about, but it just kind of hasn't been addressed at all. I think it's going to be the, 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 the that's the, the like three weeks before the expansion Oh event. yeah, you're right. It, like we, I don't remember the name of the event, but they did say some. It does have scourge in the title. Yeah. So eventually, we get to see Uther in his full Kirin gear, which I absolutely adore. I hope they keep them blue as well, because Blizzard tend to be a bit too nice with their characters. Um, not nice, not so much the word, but like precious over them. It's like, no, we can't change the look ever. Uther can't be blue. It's like, no, let Uther be blue. Well, Blizzard likes blue characters, so I think they'll let them do that. It's true. I mean, they did make green Jesus, so there's that as well. So also, actually, this is a thing I wanted to talk about. When we see them go to collect Arthur's... See, we're almost at the end of it now. Um, uh, Devos has this, like, sword, and I'm I'm interested because uther i think uther gets one as well i'm interested in what purpose that serves when she comes to collect arthur's soul does she think his soul's gonna put up a fight or is it to protect cool. her from the maw like what's happening here and also um i told you a while ago like like loads of souls are getting sucked into the maw instead of going where they're supposed to mm-hmm Obviously, we see in Reverendreth, Garrosh. So why didn't Garrosh go to the mall? Because they keep is changing when... The time frame. <laughs> they keep changing it. Yeah. I, I don't know when it is anymore, but for an amount of time, all the souls have been going to the mall, which yes, exactly. is ties into my thing with like why i think there's something sinister going on in bastion like they have to know about this and they're not doing anything or maybe they are i'm sorry can you hear my cat meowing i I can't he wants to be part of this yeah it's okay he can be our mascot so also so like last thing i'm gonna say on bastion is the everything we've seen of the Maw up until this point has been in the same color scheme as the Shadowlands. You know that it's like that bluey green and black 
mm-hmm. um, with a lot of just bright blue. I'm going to let my cat see... in. <laughs> That's fine. Just let me know. All right, Sprinkles, come on in. Sprinkles, that is amazing. Okay, he's he's here now. This way he'll stop yelling. Hi, cat. Um, but when we see Arthas being dropped into the moor, it is black and red. And what was the last thing we saw with a black and red theme? Revendreth. Oh, okay. No, not even, not even <laughs> Revendreth. Like, All right, Nazoth. Like, That's true. If you, the old if gods. you remember the, ha- I think it was Harbingers with um, Ashara. That was all very like red and red and black, and like so, a f- some blue, but mostly red and black. Yeah, but is that is that is is the red and black in this scene meant to just be the contrast between the light and the darkness, or is there some kind of implication there that the more is you know, we're going to get another bat, big bad that is related to um, uh, the, the, the the old gods in some So way. you're saying that the Maw isn't supposed to exist in the way the Titans designed it, but it's corruption from the old gods? Well, did the, did the Titans create the Shadowlands? The, I imagine uh, I know, so. My I know they created the life on... The the life on um on I almost said Earth Azeroth, because when I from what I remember of Chronicle they but they weren't they... supposed to die so why would they create Shadowlands You're right Yeah but also also the thing of like they, they when they got to Azeroth they found the Emerald Dream they didn't make it they found it I think so it's yeah the the implication of where the Shadowlands comes from and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, the black and the black and the red. It is very, very black and red Nazoth looking, especially with all the like the wispy smoke, like trying to grab Arthas. Mm-hmm. And also, is the more hey, just this blob you that you can just drop souls into? Shouldn't there be a bit more of a like due process kind um, of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why. Um, again, it seems like the bastion thinks that they're the good guys but they just decide where people go you know they're just they, they they've decreed themselves the arbiters of right and uh-huh wrong. and so garish probably didn't go to the maw because they were just like oh revendreth can use this guy yeah and that's the other thing yeah he's just like i get that the reason why we have these four zones is because we need zones to explore and different factions to align ourselves with. You know, th- there's always the gamification. But also, it's like, why would this kind of society exist? Why would they, like, have, like, four separate realms that they send different spirits to? And where it's do the like, normal people go? Yeah, where do normal people go? Do they all just, like, go to Revendreth? Or do they all just, you know, how how bad do you have to be to get sent to Revendreth? You know? I conceptualized it, like, I think, oh my god, Sprinkles. I have the worst audio in the world right now, because he's just been climbing on everything. <laughs> I'm That's so cool. sorry. But, I, I feel like those people we saw in the streets in Revendreth, probably, you know, the ones that aren't, like, Oh, high and mighty and rich yeah. and royal or whatever is like the equivalent of souls getting sent to hell. They just well live as normal people in a bad place. From what I, from what I remember of the whole Revendreth discussion, they are the 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 Revendreth is there to make bad people 
essentially remorseful and they essentially use the phrase like functioning members of society um so yeah is that do can you become a is it venthyr venthyr or revendreth aren't they um who's venthyr i've gone crazy i don't know um but yeah so we've um we also know that the san lane you know the vampires essentially came from revendreth so like why were they you know because Arthas recruited the San Lane, so did Arthas have access to the Shadowlands? He must have. I mean, if Frostmourne came from there, that would tie in well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like Frostmourne was stolen by the Burning Legion. It was stolen by the Nathrezim. So did did the Burning Legion deliberately create this disparity between Azeroth and the Shadowlands? I... Why would they do... Like, Why would they do that? And then there's... I'm very confused about Revendreth because, yes, they said yeah. that they're <laughs> rehabilitating people, which I think, you know, is a euphemism just for torturing them. I don't think they're actually, like, making bad people become good because yeah. the people in charge there still seem pretty evil. And corrupt, yeah. So I I don't even know where to begin with how confused I am about Revendress. Like, what? Because yeah. we've been constantly told, like, oh, Kael'thas, he's going to be there. He's going to be good now. Well, not good Why now, wasn't but... he in? Why wasn't Kael'thas in it? I don't know. Like, they, they announced at BlizzCon that one of the... F like, we thought, right, all we have from Warcraft 3 is Thrall... The end. That's all we got now. That's all we got. But then they're like, oh, by the way, Kael'thas is back. A character we haven't seen since the end of Burning Crusade. As this fell-warped, skinny cocaine addict. Like, that's all we... Ha and then they're like, oh, he's back. But then... The... the we why wasn't Kael'thas in it, man? I fucking love Kael'thas! Right? Like, I thought he would be the one in charge of Revendreth. That, oh my god, that would be so cool. If, if yeah, he was just like, yo, I'm bad again, but badder now because I control your soul. Like, it would be so good. I just don't understand what they're trying to do with Revendreth. Are they actually trying to rehabilitate people and in the process, like, getting energy from their torture or whatever. Like, it's Monsters yeah. fucking Inc. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> I love it. Monsters Inc. It's 100% it is Monsters Oh, my God. Revendreth is Monsters Inc. If they don't have a character called Sully in Revendreth, then I'm going to be pissed. But, we, need a, we, need, we need a side character. <laughs> right, right. But if they are actually doing that, why are the people in power still so corrupt still so Corrupted. evil it doesn't feel like they've changed that changed I it think, all i think my theory of it is going to be that if we if we if we work on the idea that there are essentially three parallel universes the the emerald dream azeroth and um the shadowlands is that each one of these is like intertwined so like all nature in azeroth comes from the emerald dream to some extent so then so it's like a tier list that the the emerald dream is where like life is at the top and then that leaks down into azeroth not literally of course but you know just 
for the sake of visualization mm-hmm. and then that life once that life is as weak as it can get it leaks down into the shadowlands um so the shadowlands then created its own life essentially and they're just making do with the life energy that comes from azeroth they're not really there to be the grim reapers you know destiny and all that it is just what happens after you die in Azeroth is you go to the Shadowlands. Not because, again, like that's where your soul is destined to go. This isn't a heaven and hell scenario. It's just where your soul goes. And the life that is already in um, Shadowlands has just decided, right, well, we're better than, than these fragments of life. So we're going to make use of it to function our society. Right. And then Ardenweald's like, we're going to make use of it to nurture specific souls and specific souls only. All right. I got questions about Ardenweald. Um, And those questions are, one, why don't the nature spirits go back to the Emerald Dream? When we killed Earthhawk in the Emerald Nightmare, his spirit was still there. What the fuck is Ardenweald then? Because we saw him go to Ardenweald in that little cinematic, but like... He was still there. You could talk to him. He was in the Emerald Dream. He's presumably still in the Emerald Dream. Ardenweald... Okay, so two. Ardenweald is just supposed to be for nature spirits, I guess. So some... All of the lights are supposed to be souls, right? All these little berries. Yeah. Why do some of them get to get nurtured and reborn and some of them are used as food? Who decides I think... <laughs> what nature spirit is most important? I think that's, again, part of that the tier list that I just sort of thought of in the sense that... So, like, Earthok is a very powerful nature spirit, which means he has a lot of, like, life energy, which is, like, why when he goes to the Shadowlands, he's still mostly himself. Whereas someone who's just, like, a dude, like, just a night elf that just, you know, didn't go on adventures, just a night elf, he's still connected to nature, but on such a small scale that when he you know, get sieved through to Shadowlands, he is just just small enough to make a little berry. Whereas Earthhawk is Night Elves don't die. Night Elves become wisps. They don't go to the Shadowlands. We've seen wisps in places like Volshara and other naturey Night Elf zones. That's just where Yeah, but there's also human ghosts. There's also human ghosts. I think that's that's either possibly connected to the existence of the Lich King in its own way of like these spirits staying on Azeroth when they shouldn't or that I think that's going to be a straight up plot hole. I, I don't, I don't think Blizzard would address it because how would you address it? Yeah. Like why, why does some souls have the energy to stay on Azeroth as like little balls of floating magic and then some go to the shadowlands like yeah why do these wisps why why do wisps exist if ardenweld is such an awesome place and like again who decides who gets reborn why do only nature spirits get to get reborn that's weird we don't 100 percent know what happens to these spirits after a while like yeah because he was feeding someone else's soul to earthok he was like, yo, like, here's, here's a bit of soul energy for you. So that person then sees... This is all very fucked up. Yeah. Ardenweald's, like, really weird. They... 
all if it's only nature spirits that are there to get reborn eventually is what's implied maybe it's also night elves and other druidy characters but if it is only nature spirits then somebody's making the decision that some nature spirits aren't important enough to be reborn and they're just food yeah maybe wisps are what are like a product of ardenweald in some way like maybe they're maybe wisps because wisps have never really been talked about by blizzard other than obviously that it's a night elf um that's dead so maybe you go to ardenweald first and then are reborn as a wisp if you're just like a normal dude like maybe if, if you just, think if you're just bob night elf um you just yeah you just like go to ardenweald for a bit and then they're like right cool off you go they they uh... use your soul energy and then you come back you don't have a body anymore you just are your soul but your soul's gone um huh sucks to be you but one thing i want to talk about really quickly with maldraxxus is i remember pretty clearly hearing that maldraxxus is where the nathrazim come from i know that name yeah maldraxxus sounded so familiar yeah, and also in Maldraxxus, we see fell guards. Like, the, Garona sneaks past two fell guards. These are these are these are demons. They're in actually demons. I thought they were just reusing the same, not model, but like shape. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Are they just? Is it just a sort of reuse of an asset or like design? Or because obviously, demon just like if. Did you, say, wise, did you say Garona sneaks past them? Not Garona, sorry. Yeah, Draka. Um, that brings up another thing I have with <laughs> about the Maldraxxus short. It feels like they wrote the story for Garona and then forgot that she was alive. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because they're like, oh, she's a warrior, but now she's a spy. It's like, and it's I feel like, like Garona was supposed to die in Battle for Azeroth, but they didn't do any character building. It, it was an interesting use of an unexpected character. Like, cool, Draka, why not? But yeah. it, it now there's two Garonas. But why would you? Why would you send Draka to Maldraxxus? Like because they wanted to use her. I, I really think it's just some a form of fan service. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, when you... But they, if they cared about fan service, where's Kael'thas? Like, seriously. Yeah, if I'm... fan service is their jam, where the fuck is Kael'thas? Because, I'm sorry, I don't think anyone actually really cares about Draka. She's just like, oh yeah, that's the that's Thrall's mom. Yeah, exactly. I think Thrall's we mom, had a right? moment of yeah. Thrall meeting his dad in Warlords of Draenor, and then they were like, oh, well your mum's already dead in this version of Draenor. So then they're like, oh, well, we really want to have that moment again. It's like having your cake and eat it too. Because Thrall's going to meet Draka, right? Like, Yeah. There, there is... It would be really fucking weird if... They didn't Thrall do that, yeah. In... Yeah, like... But that's the thing. Thrall just peaced out in Legion. He was just like, nah, I'm gone. Bye. The world is going to absolute shit and I'm literally going to flee to a dying world. I understand that he didn't want to be involved with the Horde at that point. That's fine. But don't you, as a warrior, want to, you know, try to help even as an... Or as a member of the Earthen Ring, you know, like one of the most important shamanistic organizations on the planet. Even even if you're doing it as an individual and not a war chief or even a member of the horde, d- like 
Jaina also just fucked off, but... Oh and, my god, wait, conspiracy theory, what if they fucked off together? They woo, did They did Finally. They, they didn't, but... They, they, went to, they went to Outland and got it on. Yeah. I remember... Anyway. <laughs> I remember when um, Jaina's Warbringer, the Harbingers, I don't remember which one she was, but when her short came Warbringer. out, Warbringer, no, she... whatever, when her short yeah. came out, <laughs> and then when she showed up in that pre-patch event for Battle for Azoth, we're all just like, oh, she fucked off because they had to write her out of the story because she's too powerful. Yep. I think, well, we were talking about that as well, the whole idea of... Um... Uh, the jailer just being a dude, um, and also the whole like the whole thing that WoW is as like constantly having to escalate the level of power that the big bads have. They also have that problem of Green Jesus, and now also Elsa. You know, they, they they've created two characters that are so they, they created a character so powerful that they had to come up with a bullshit reason for him to stay on wherever the fuck he is, eternally fighting a literal god. He is he was that powerful that they were like, no, we can't have him in the story anymore. Illidan is too fucking powerful. Yeah. So do you think that, oh god, what if Thrall just fucks off to Maldraxxus because... Because of Draka? <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, sorry, I was talking about demons. Um, demon basically just means a member of the Burning Crusade. It's not like the typical, you know, like, again, heaven and earth kind of demons. Mm -hmm. Demons aren't a race. There's no such thing as demons as a whole. Right. There's a lot of different races that are part of the Burning Crusade. Yeah. And so, like, the Nathrezim aren't demons. They're the Nathrezim. And they apparently come from Maldraxxus. And then also we see fell guards. So does Maldraxxus deal in both undead and fell magic? Oh, wait. Sorry. I have an idea. It could be... That if those guys are Felguards, you know, whatever that race was originally called before they were Felguards, uh, we yeah. might know, but I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be that those guys just died before their planet got taken in the Burning Crusade, which then would be, oh, That'd so be kind of cool. Shadowlands so far, we've only Because Shadowlands might just not be Azeroth then. That could be the implication. Well, maybe, yeah, because then, because we've only bit like talked about and been told about sort of i guess you call them mortal races you know the the, the mm-hmm. denizens of azeroth but yeah like this like the the nathrezim when they die return to the twisting nether and then come back so is that that they actually go to maldraxxus and are like yo can i go back onto the real world and they're like yeah cool man it's whatever just you know make sure you take your passport this time you know what i mean i i don't think so i i think once you get once your race gets corrupted by the fell magic i think you just go to the twisting nether which i think is separate from the shadowlands I think yeah. either they completely just overlook that and they're like, ooh, big burly dudes. <laughs> or if we want to make it cooler, although bring up a lot of questions about how big the Shadowlands is, or not how big they are, but how many worlds go to them, um, yeah. then it could be members of the race before they were corrupted by the Fell. Yo, or... what if Antorus was there? The Titan that we killed. What if he's there? I I feel like Titans would have their own thing going on. Titans just become Stardust. 
Stardust. I like. I, I have I mean, nothing to support that, but it feels like Titans would have their own special fifth Shadowland. You know. Yeah, but I think the 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 other like problem that we're going to run into is Blizzard love referencing themselves. So it is almost a guarantee that we're going to be in Bastion or Revendreth or Maldraxxus or Ardenweald. Um, there you go, that one, the one I don't care about, um, because nature's for sissies or something. I don't know. Okay, Just... all right. Trees are boring. Necropolises are cool. Anyway, um, I basically I'm, you know, my favorite color was red when I was a kid. I'm very predictable. Basically, is all I'm saying. I'm ve- I I am just a boy with boys' toys. I have my expensive computer. I like zombies. What else? <laughs> and anyway. vampires. And vampire vampires are cool. Dracula Untold is a great movie, and I'll fight anyone that says otherwise. Anyway, right. <laughs> Let's let's finish up with more complaining. All right. Um, so, Blizzard love to reference themselves. So it's a guarantee that we're going to be in Bastion, Revenge, or wherever, and there's going to be an animal that is named something that that is a reference to something else. Let's say, for example, Misha. Misha's alive, but Misha is Rexar's bear. So imagine if Misha was dead, and then we saw her in bastion that has massive implications that i don't think blizzard is gonna think about but i know for i i know for a fact they're gonna do it that there is gonna be a reference to a previously living animal or i don't want to say lesser life form but not a non-sentient race of creatures you know what i mean like a a fucking squirrel do animals Um, go to the shadowlands exactly and if we only see this what's like again see if we only see misha then it's like, where the hell are all the other animals? Um, I don't, and I think that's a problem with Blizzard's writing in general, is they really you... like saying these big things, but not thinking about what happens afterwards. Yes, that is a really good point. But also, you know they're going to populate the areas with like little critters and animals and stuff, and it's just like, wait, why do these guys get to go to Bastion? What, what did they do? Yeah. Which, again, brings up the question, are normal people in these four regions also? Are are we only focusing on, like, the big guardians of the realm because that's interesting story-wise? Or mm. is everybody either a Grim Reaper, a nature spirit, a warrior, or evil? I think, I think, I, I'm confident with the idea that it is that, like, the people in Shadowlands are essentially just like the people of Azeroth as in they they just like they're just born there and they have normal lives it's just the difference is that their source of energy and power is the life essence of another dimension okay so like, so... so like normal people would just become anima like they wouldn't okay. bec- they, they wouldn't they, they, I don't think people die and then get to live in the shadowlands unless you know they're like uther like you know, they're 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 someone that can be useful. So like Garrosh becomes a like because Garrosh is just Garrosh. So they're like, nah, he needs to, he's like mm-hmm. a font of anima. He's unique. Whereas normal people aren't unique enough to do anything other than become fuel for the Shadowlands. Except for the evil ones, which go to the Maw because 
Otherwise, it would just be like a very sparsely pop- populated with the biggest villains ever. But it- yeah, why do they need to go to the mall? What you like? Just why turn doesn't- them into anima? Or like Rivendress can rehabilitate them, aka use them as fuel. What is the mall for? Other than to give us a roguelike dungeon, which I honestly Torghast is the reason I'm getting Shadowlands. I'll be perfectly honest. It's gonna I, I'm be fun. So, I'm gonna be so excited for a roguelike in WoW. That's just it's just my jam. Um, oh, the, I really hate to end part one on just a bajillion questions, but that is what the freaking amazing podcast that I have named the Ever Changing Azerothian Canon Analysis Book Club. Um, Nice. It's four. Yeah, no, I was really proud of that. I was like, I'm going to screw up, but I didn't. Um, normally, cool Cortarians don't look at explosions, but, you know, I had to, like, look back and go, look at how cool that was. Did you, I did you change right. Did you change cool guys into cool Tyrion? No, it's an achievement in WoW. I, oh. I wish I wish I'd come up with it, but I only just got the joke, like, today, because I was, I, I just saw it as an achievement, and then I saw it today, and I was like, oh, I get it now, because cool Tyrion's, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, actually, just a, one, re- like, so you've played Demon Hunter, right? Yes. Did you play um, Havoc or Vengeance? Uh, Havoc, that's a DPS one, right? Yeah. Um, if you play Vengeance, um, the 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 war glaives you get, the Aldrachi war war glaives. Right. Yeah, I, I uh, did get is, those also. Yeah, it's referring to an a race of people that don't exist anymore because they were they were completely wiped out by the Burning Legion. What if they're in the Shadowlands? Again, it depends. Are the Shadowlands just for Azeroth? We don't know if if those guys are actually like former or almost demons. That's what I'm going to call them. Almost demons. They could have been demons, but they died before <laughs> they were demons. Then no, it's more than Azeroth. Or if it's, you know, it could be after Sargeras was did whatever he was doing, and Illidan and him are fighting forever. It could be that the Burning Legion is just not not the same. Something happened. They don't have their fell powers mm. anymore. You know, we haven't seen demons since then. Maybe once yeah. they lose their fell powers, if they die on Azeroth, they can go to the Shadowlands. If you die in the game, you die for real. Um, that's that's know. the moral of the story. I'm so... Let's have that be I... our be our question to end on. Um, is I'm the sh- so... Are the Shadowlands... I, was... I have more questions now No, we can't. we can't. With... That's the point. We can think about it. <laughs> And then we can come back. Are the Shadowlands just for Azeroth? Are the Shadowlands just for Azeroth? Oh God. This I've got I've got I've got to reread Chronicle both one and two like in the next five minutes because my head's gonna explode. Well Oh my god. We should get going so you can do that then. We don't want the host of this podcast to have his head explode. Yeah, I know. This is a horrible tragedy. All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Um, if you're listening to us on Power Spike as well, make sure to go check and out my articles because they're all amazing. Um, and if you're listening on SoundCloud, cool. Make sure to give us a like and a follow because there's going to be more of these. Even after Shadowlands release, we've got a lot of books to cover. So everyone have yourself a terrific day or night wherever you're listening. 
Um, I have been Matthew, and I've been joined by the wonderful Caitlin. Oh, um, thank you so much. Who, who, who was very dutifully put up with my shit, basically, for <laughs> an hour. Um, and we'll see you in part two.